You're listening to the Professional Brotherhood Podcast, because when the alarm sounds, nobody cares if you're career or volunteer. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Professional Brotherhood Podcast. It is a Monday, and I'm recording this. Uh, It's actually the Monday after Mother's Day, and uh, I have not um, recorded in a while. I've been having some, um, I've been having some personal struggles uh, that I'm that I'm dealing with, and um, well, it is what it is, you know. Uh, life throws some curveballs at you sometimes, and I guess we just have to do our best to deal with them and um, and have faith in the fact that everything will work out. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But that's my that's my excuse for not recording in a while. Uh, but I have had some some real good thoughts and some real good things have been going on um, as well. And I did want to. Um, Record some thoughts about a post that I put up on Instagram and Facebook uh, back on the 30th of April, and it was something that I shared um, that uh, Chief Tad Mapledorm sent me, and Tad has been a guest on this show. Um, He's down in uh, the Panama City area of Florida, and uh, the the photo was a, um, a basically a street sign. And it said, the only thing you volunteered to do was enter this place. Training is not optional. And I loved, I, I absolutely loved this. And, and I honestly, I think I might get some of these signs made up because I, they speak to me personally and they speak to my journey and they speak to um, so much of what we believe here um, at the Professional Brotherhood. And not just regarding training, right? But uh, you've probably seen similar posts saying that, um, you know, the only time you volunteered was the day that you handed in your application. And from that day on, it's your job. And, you know, I have, I have personally tried to um, live my life of service that way. Um, if you've taken our Setting Our Volunteers Up for Success program, you know that we focus, uh, that there's a few times that we point out in the program that, you know, being a volunteer uh, means nothing. And I don't mean, don't jump all over me. Don't say it means, you know, don't jump all over me because I say it means nothing. But, but saying that you're a volunteer or saying that you are just a volunteer or having somebody say that you are just a volunteer is typically used as an excuse, right? And most of the times when, when, when a volunteer firefighter says, oh, I'm just a volunteer, they're saying that because they're utilizing it as an excuse to get out of something, an excuse not to do something, an excuse to skate a task or a, or a duty or um, whatever it may be. And you can look at this just the volunteer mindset from the proby all the way up through the senior man, the line officer, uh, the assistant chief, the chief, right? Because um, if, if your mindset is that you are 
just a volunteer or that you don't need to uh, do something. You don't need to continue to go to training. Um, you don't need to go to calls when the pager goes off uh, because you don't feel like it and you're just a volunteer. Um, are you truly serious about the job? Do you take the job as seriously as you should be? Um, because, my friends, you've heard me say this before. Um, irregardless if you put the word volunteer before firefighter or professional before firefighter, the one word that is common in, in, both, of those, in both of those titles is still firefighter. And that job does not change. Right? That job does not change. People, your customers, your community, your neighbors, your friends next door, the people driving through your community depend on you, right? And they depend on you in the worst days of their lives, right? You may think they depend on you for the pancake breakfast, or they may depend on you for the chicken barbecue, or they may depend on you to go stir spaghetti with the Boy Scouts, right? But no, when they depend on you is when things are bad. They depend on you when they're in the motor vehicle accident. They depend on you when their home is on fire. They depend on you when their grandmother goes into cardiac arrest at Mother's Day dinner, right? That's when they depend on you. And if you don't realize that volunteering, you can volunteer anywhere. You can volunteer to be a member of the Elks. You can volunteer to be a member of the Rotary. You can volunteer to be a member of the Moose Lodge. Um, you can volunteer to be on the PTA. You can volunteer for all of these things. But in any of those other things, when is somebody depending on you in a life and death situation? When is somebody depending on you in a life and death situation? Never. Never, right? Selling cookies during a Girl Scout fundraiser, nobody's life is depending on you to sell those cookies, right? But when the pager goes off, if you don't respond because you think, ah, you know what? It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. I'm just a volunteer. I'm going back to bed. You volunteered for the wrong thing. You volunteered for the wrong profession. You volunteered for the wrong organization. You probably should have volunteered for something else, okay? Because people are depending on you. So the only time you volunteered is when you filled out that application, right? Went and met with an investigating committee or a chief officer or whomever at the local volunteer firehouse, and they explain to you, hey, these are the jobs that we do, right? You can be an exterior firefighter, an interior firefighter, an apparatus operator, fire police. Um, you, get, you get where I'm going with this, right? And you signed on the dotted line and said, this is what I want to do with my time, right? I want to volunteer to be a firefighter. If you're using that volunteerism as an excuse not to be a great firefighter, well, then you suck at the job and you're an excuse for a firefighter, All right? 
Let that sink in for a minute. If you're utilizing the word volunteer to not be better at your job, then you suck at the job. Okay? I'm sorry to break that to you. All right? And one thing that you've, if you're new to the podcast, you just learned that typically, whether it's here on the podcast or on the social media feeds or in our in-person class, we typically say the things that others are either thinking and afraid to say or you've said before and just didn't have the backup, all right? Because it's the truth, right? It's honestly the truth. So regardless of where you are in your career, right? And I'm going to say this for the new member, right? For the probie, for the three-year member, the five, the 10, right? And I'm also going to say it for the people that accepted positions as a line officer, all right, as an officer in their agency, as an assistant chief, as a chief. If you are utilizing the fact that you are a volunteer as an excuse, then you should not be in that position. Nobody, nobody made you sign up for that job. Sure, maybe some of your friends talked you into it, right? Said, hey, you know, we need somebody to run for this position. You'd be great. And, you know, maybe you, you weren't quite sure and you thought about it. You weren't sure if you wanted to do it or not. And you thought about the time commitment and, you know, you thought about different things. But at the end of the day, right, if you accepted a job as an officer, regardless, it doesn't matter what type of officer it is, any leadership position within a volunteer organization, if you accepted a leadership position, well, then you just took a step to the next level, to the next level of um, commitment. That's what you did. You took a level to the next level. You took an ex- – you ex- ah, excuse me. You – see what happens when I get worked up, Right. You accepted a position which took you to the next level of commitment, which means now not only are the people that you serve depending on you, right, but the people that serve with you are depending on you. Do you think that in my 32-year career, and I I don't even know how many years right at at this point serving as an officer, I think this is my – let me add this up real quick – like 11 years, I think. Uh, I, no, it can't be 11 years. Uh, like nine years. I think I'm like nine years back in as, as serving as a chief, right? So do you think that in my nine years of serving as a, as a chief officer that there haven't been times where the pager goes off in the middle of the night and I don't want to get out of bed? Like I don't want to get out of that, those nice warm covers. I don't want to, you know, leave my wife. I don't want to leave my family. Do you think that that has, hasn't occurred? Yeah, it absolutely has. But you know what? I don't know how you guys operate, but you know, I roll over and even if it's something that, you know, sounds like bullshit, I pick up my phone, I fire up my, I am responding, right? A little plug for I am responding. I, fire up my iron responding and I look to see who's going, right? And in my mind, right, if I look and let's say it is an activated alarm or something that sounds like, sounds like BS, which doesn't always hold true, my friends, but something that sounds like BS, right? I look at my phone 
And if I don't see another chief officer responding to that call, right, if it's one of those calls that I'm thinking about not taking in, right, and I don't see one of those, another chief officer responding to that call, regardless of how I feel, regardless of the day I've had, regardless of how fucking tired I am, right, I get up and I go to that call, right? And, and that's how we should all be thinking, right? Who's covering the job? Who's taking in the job? Who's responding, right? We can't, we can't have the mindset of, oh, you know, I'm just a volunteer tonight. Screw the firefighter part, all right? We've got to at least do our due diligence and make sure that things are happening the way they need to be happening when we take on that officer role, that leadership role. And if, 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 if you don't think like that, right, if you think that as a leader – it's okay to be late to training. It's okay to be to show up late to a drill. It's okay to come late to the officers' meeting without letting the rest of your officers know, just being freaking completely disrespectful, right? If you think that that's all okay, when you took that next step, you took that next level of commitment and decided, hey, I want to be an officer. I want to be a leader in this organization. What kind of example are you setting for the others? I'll tell you what kind of example you're setting. You're setting a shit example. You're setting a shit example. Some of the people that know me well know, and I can't take credit for this, one of the things that I have said for years, and I don't remember who said it to me, but one of my mentors back in the day said, if you're on time, you're late. If you're on time, you're late. So when I'm going to a drill or going to a firehouse or going to the meeting or going to whatever, right? I always make sure that I'm there early, right? And again, it's all part of that commitment. It's all a part of setting the example. It's not about having a, oh, well, you know, I'm just a volunteer mindset. I'll get there when I can get there. Guys, that's bullshit, right? And, and I really hope that if you're listening to this podcast, it's making you think, it's making you think about, Maybe your attitude, okay? Maybe the attitude of those around you, right? Maybe you know somebody who this would help. Send it to them. Send them the episode. Say, hey, listen to this, right? But please, please never, ever, ever refer to yourself as just a volunteer because the only time you volunteered was when you filled out that application, signed it, and handed it in, right? That's it. After that, my friends, you have the title of firefighter, and you need to accept that title, and you need to be proud of that title, and you need to do everything in your power to be good at the job to serve the people who depend on you and your brothers and sisters who depend on you. So that's my message for today. I hope you found this helpful. Um, what do we got coming up? Uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday. So hopefully some of you listen to this before this coming Saturday. Uh, we are in um, Chatham Township, New Jersey, presenting, setting our volunteers up for success. Uh, looking forward to that. If you're in the Jersey area and you're close to Chatham Township and you're interested in coming out, um, shoot me a DM. I can absolutely send you the registration link. We'd be happy to have you there. Uh, so we're excited to, to present again, and we thank them for hosting. Uh, just came back from presenting at the Association of Fire Districts of the State of New York uh, conference up in uh, uh, up at the Turning Stone Casino in New York. I uh, was truly honored to do that. Um, I was there with um, 
Uh, Jill Holland. Uh, Jill is on the uh, on our county recruitment and retention committee uh, or task force uh, with me here in Sullivan County, New York, and we had the opportunity to go up there and talk about what uh, what we are doing um, for recruitment and retention here in the county and the Joint Sullivan Fire Campaign, and and that was a blast. It was it was great to meet some uh, great to meet some new people. Um, Great to have some really good, uh, really good conversations about about recruitment and retention, and uh, I, yeah, I was truly honored again to be able to do that and uh, and present. So um, yeah, that's about it. We uh, got some new episodes coming up uh, in the very near future. We are setting up a couple all female firefighter panel episodes, which I'm really excited for. Um, I was hoping to do it in one episode, but due to some scheduling conflicts, it looks like we might end up breaking it out over two episodes. So um, I'm psyched about that. Um, can't wait to do that. And uh, we've got some other irons in the fire. So just uh, keep watching social media and um, yeah, just keep your, keep your ears open per se. All right. My friends, thank you very much. Uh, truly appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the uh, positive comments. Always appreciate the messages. And uh, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there.